0: I, I just want to make the point known yeah, that I have seen Get Out over three times. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Alright, so from XR Kun, we've got Disc
1: Spinner. Disc Spinner. Ah mm. oh, man. That's so... Large. Okay. <laughs> you really got into that. I've got it. Yeah. Right. This is like um about a uh, uh, someone who is it's about outdated tech mm. right because obviously in cyberpunk times you don't need disks
0: yeah like CDs or DVDs <laughs> you say in cyberpunk times you don't need discs
1: now you don't need dis- we, we've got we sure got a lot of them in our house Tom. We, we've got a lot of discs in
0: our house <laughs> because I like physical copies of stuff because yeah. then the government can't take it away <laughs> take it away. Uh, <laughs> Can't I take mean, it away through the internet.
1: They could they could wipe both of our our uh, internet connected Blu-ray players.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't wouldn't stop us buying a Blu-ray player on the black market? No,
1: it would it? No, we'd 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 be a cyber runner. So we could watch the the
0: futuristic band movie the the, the film that's bound to be. Like blacklisted in the future once the fascist government takes over. Yeah. That's right. Speed racer. <laughs>
1: Speed racer. Yeah. yeah. Our unpopular opinion <laughs> <laughs> is that Speed Racer is a fucking banger of a
0: film. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a great movie. And
1: and you the government can't take that away from us, Tom. No no it, no. it, it really can't. Yeah, they're not gonna take our blue race, and anyway, in this film. <laughs> They're going to take our
0: Blu-rays away! <laughs> I'm
1: the Alex Jones of Blu-rays.
0: Um, <laughs> however however much Alex Jones goes on about the government taking away his guns, I'm like that with Blu-rays. They're going to take
1: away our... Can you please go to, like, question time and ask parties what their stance is on the government taking away their Blu-rays? <laughs> Start the blue. Yeah. Dim yeah, well, I mean,
0: like... Be just like, oh yes, the, the man over there in the, the check shirt, because I will be wearing a check shirt. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, yeah, Yeah, <laughs> there's no other clothes in my uh, in my wardrobe.
1: <laughs> just lots of different check shirts. Yeah, <laughs> he just goes, uh, what
0: question? The man in the check shirt, you you've you've got a question about about media in in the future? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put on an American accent <laughs> for, for it. some
1: reason. Yeah i got a question
0: for I you. I want to know what the government's doing about taking away my Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never seen Dimbleby, so it is Dimbleby, isn't it? Uh,
1: probably. Probably, I don't know. Uh, it's, a, it's a trash fire of a programme, Tom. Yeah. I, don't, I don't watch it. <laughs> like, it, I can't stand it. Yeah. It's so, like, centrist right. Oh, it's... it's I, I don't know. I, I I think sometimes
0: it's, like, centrist left. Like too too far left at some points. Anyway, as <laughs> question, <time. laughs> question time. It's
1: question time. It's like I, I, again I just I get it, but left-wing yeah. parties are never on question time, Tom. Yeah, yeah. What what, what left-wing parties are on? There was on question like time. that that bloke, what's his name?
0: Does does the poems, I believe. <clears throat> okay, sorry. I mean politicians. Left-wing politicians. Oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah, no, no. They, they, have, they have right-wing politicians yeah. and left-wing celebrities. Yeah.
1: Weird thing is, you don't elect
0: celebrities. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> the thing is, most celebrities are left-wing
0: because they're in the arts. But then again, right, some some celebrities on that show end up winning the arguments. Yeah, because... Because, because the people are behind them. Because they're right. Yeah, yeah, fair. Enough. <laughs> I do remember, I think it was around the time of the general election, where there was a guy... It, it was it was the most science fiction. Like it felt like I was watching an episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah. This question time, where they were talking about um, nuclear weapons. Yeah. Jeremy Corbyn, whose famous stance was like, "I won't be a first, oh, uh, first strike yeah. person."
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to press the button on Trident. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if we were attacked, I yeah. wouldn't do it.
0: Uh, and and like the amount of people, like. You wouldn't believe it—the amount of people that were sort of ready, and willing to blow up a country. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about these these idiots in Iran or, or North Korea? What if yeah, this is bang on yeah, an impression no, of this guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like what if, what if what if they what if they get all the nuclear weapons and try to blow us up? What would you do then? He was like, well, hopefully. With, we would never get to that point. Yeah. In negotiations, because and,
1: and, and at that point,
0: yeah, wouldn't do me any good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the point? The, the moment we start u- using nuclear weapons, right? This is my stance on it. The moment yeah. we start using nuclear weapons, all. Like, I mean, it will be nationalism that starts it, yeah. But the moment one goes off, nationalism is fucked. Yeah. We're just we just have to keep humanity yeah. going. Yeah. Just yourself. And and yourself setting going. another one off yeah. is not gonna help that. No. no. Not even slightly. And it yeah, it's it was such a it, oh god. Like people have no idea watching that show just how <laughs> nuclear weapons work. Like <laughs> If you blow one off, it'll just make it worse. Yeah. It won't make it any better. No, we... At that point, it's just out of spite. We don't need a nuclear winter. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the cyberpunk movie Blade Runner,
1: yeah? That's what happens. That's what happens. Las Vegas gets turned into a into a grey dust zone. It, 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 Las Vegas goes red.
0: Yeah, bright orange. The entire with bees. <laughs> So, like a bee farm somewhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> was Deckard, mate, farming those bees? I don't understand.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a great movie. It's like, it, it replaced Blade Runner in my top 10 movies. Because I was like, right, well, that sequel's just done what Blade Runner did, but better. <laughs> yeah. It's a good movie. Um, <laughs> Blade Runner without the rapey undertones.
1: Only took us ten minutes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's usually how long intros take. take
1: yeah, Uh, uh, uh <laughs> it's all deleted
0: scenes goodness. Yeah,
1: it only took us ten minutes into the recording to get to Blade Runner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's cyberpunk. I would have expected that's it a little good bit for less. Us. Yeah, yeah, no, I, good try, for I deliberately
1: us. tried to stay away from the word. <laughs> um, so like. Um, this this person it's, this is about outdated tech, right? Mm. Like this um, the disc spinner. Mm. Um, it's about um, <laughs> a DJ. <laughs> well, I I genuinely think that your like protectionism about physical media yeah. might work here. Yeah, right. The idea that you, you know you we've, we've got hundreds of, of Blu-rays in our house. Yeah, and your main thing is like I I want to have the thing. I want it to be my my thing. <sighs> like the spinner. You, what well, do you do? You spin a tail, right? Mm-hmm. Like if 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 stories of the past are being preserved in physical media, mm. I like the idea that basically like there's a uh, the internet going on and you've got something like you know like the UK internet ban type thing where they're yeah. literally going through getting rid of data that like um, <gasps> you're, you, they're in a society yeah. where essentially like a government or a, or, or, or a corporation or whatever mm. is going through um, uh, and taking out and corrupting data. That is um, uh, negative about their policies. So let's, for the uh, purposes of uh, of simplicity, make that capitalism. Right? Uh, Anyone who's like against—it's a super capitalist government. Yeah. The
0: the government now run by Coca-Cola.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why not?
0: (laughs) This government brought to you by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Enjoy life. Because you never know when it might end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a threat campaign. <laughs> um. So, Coke, if you're listening, we are still open for uh, sponsorship. Yep. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm
0: drinking a refreshing
1: Coke right now. Coca. Ah, please recycle. Yep. That's what it says on the top of the the thing. I assume that's their slogan. Please recycle yeah. me yeah so coca-cola coca-cola please recycle <laughs> so um yeah uh so coke is running this government right mm. uh i think we have um uh let's say uh who would be good in this like as as a sort of hoarder of 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 discs ooh um Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is hoarding discs, mm. um, and uh, I want to say we've got a secondary character. Mm. Or, or no, maybe, maybe this is the so Peter Dinklage is the, is this secondary character who's been holding these discs, yeah. right? Your um, oh, the main character is like one of the secret police who's out
0: to destroy all physical media. Yes, yeah, okay, okay all right. If you want to make it Blade Runner, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's it's actually Equilibrium. The, the Christian Bale movie <laughs> that no one remembers. No, I haven't
1: seen it. Uh, emo- well, I might
0: have seen it. But... Emo- emotions are banned. Okay. I see. And And there's people who do kung fu with guns. <laughs> Sounds rubbish. And it has the most anticlimactic ending of all time.
1: Wait, is that the one where they bend bullets?
0: No, that's wanted, I think. But, like... The ending, right, it's it's him and his partner facing off. Right. I think he just goes up to him and slices his face off.
1: Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. In a nod to the other cyberpunk film, face off. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so it, The whole scene takes about five seconds. <laughs> Gee whiz. It's incredible. And it's building up to it the they, entire movie. They
1: live it ain't.
0: <laughs> yeah. That twelve minute fight scene. Oh yeah, no. The, no, the, the fight scene in, in They Live, yeah. right? This fight scene between Rowdy Roddy Piper and Keith David. <laughs> Which is that, not a sentence. That, of that matchup we always wanted to see. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, John Carpenter, for that. <laughs> Lasts around ten to fifteen minutes. <laughs> and it is them just
1: Punching the yeah. crap out of There's each no, other in like, an alleyway. They don't all move to a different location. It's not one where one tries to get... It gets the upper hand. The other one tries to run away and it moves <laughs> onto the top of a moving train. No, it's in the it's in a back alley next to a car. <laughs> and Roddy Roddy Piper... It, all he wants to do is
0: get Keith David to put these sunglasses on. And Keith David does not want to. <laughs> doesn't want to put sunglasses on. It's... <laughs> A really sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> if David refuses to put these sunglasses on,
1: it'll punch him up good. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, sure. It's. Um. Did we say? Uh, so someone who's in the in the secret police. Yeah. Um, so someone who's been tra- who had been tasked with hacking through people's going from door to door, essentially, mm. like plugging into people's mainframes. In the, it's like a, the gas man, right? Yeah, yeah. And then taking away their media because it, it, it's a firmware update for people's smart homes, mm. right? Because everyone, everyone in the
0: future, like well, in the future, services like Netflix and stuff like that, all government run, all a A sort of service you like, much like gas and electric and water, a service you
1: need. Yeah. Oh, I don't even think Netflix necessarily. Like, people's smart homes, in terms of like supplying them with. Uh, nutrient stuff and that sort of stuff like you uh, mm. we could, we can could even like fabricate things um, electricity all that kind of stuff mm. they're like oh the electricity been go- we understand that the electricity in this neighbourhood has been going up and down yeah. we're coming in to do a, a firmware update yeah. to, to do it and then what they're doing is essentially deleting all the all, all, all the because essentially we I don't know if you <laughs> recognise this but like I don't think Coca-Cola would be a very good government so there might be blackouts uh, and uh, in yeah, yeah. in uh, in in the electricity, and you know, like people are probably going to want to be mobilizing against them, mm. right? But d- all the media that's like anti anti corporate, yeah, that is getting deleted by the. You, know, you know
0: where this is going, don't you? What? Because right, it gets like all the films that get deleted are like classics, yeah, like films you can like much Blade like Runner. Blade Runner. Um, Equilibrium, Equilibrium Christian Bale, uh, Speed Racer, yeah, uh, The Mummy, yeah. starring Brendan Fraser, all
1: anti-corporate masterpieces. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, and uh, also uh, Spider-Man, yeah, two thousand two. Yes, that that is a massive it's an anti-corporate masterpiece. Yeah, an anti-corporate Out masterpiece.
1: am I? <laughs> And that's what happens when someone's someone's watching Spider-Man yeah. in the middle and, uh, of the firmware update, uh, and uh, and as as uh, let's say um, Brie Larson, mm. this secret police person, uh, police officer, like we'll, we'll call them the uh, um, the firm. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I like it. Uh, and uh, they, she's going in, like plugging this thing in, mm. and because it's a rough neighborhood, right? Like, like yeah. kind of like the stacks it's in Ready Player One or what slums. have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like she's there. She's armed to the teeth. She's got a gun. She's got. <laughs> she's got. Well, not armed to the teeth, but like she's. She's. <laughs> she is full of guns <laughs> she's got a gun she's got a, ta- a taser bat on yeah uh, and she's got like uh, you know her, her kit for firmware stuff and mm. she's got body armor and stuff on as well yeah and so she's going in she's knocking on people's doors like going in like um throwing them aside if they don't want to uh, cuz the kids watching Spider-Man 2002 yeah. um and then she puts this it's their favorite movie <laughs> There's a port in the back of the of the of the house. These yeah. little tiny houses that just that in the, in the morning like automatically open the um, mm. uh, uh, windows and and says like it's a wonderful Coca Cola day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, she she plugs it in and then uh, Willem Dafoe is there like out damn I. And then all the kids are screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. oh my god! <laughs> Willem Dafoe's face is pro- projected on every every window. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is yeah. Have you ever seen the film Be Kind Rewind? Yes. Well, no, I haven't seen it, but I've
0: seen. It. I know what it's about. Right. So Peter Dinklage starts up at an underground cinema. Yeah, yeah. For for people who want to watch the films he has on Blu-ray <laughs> that are no longer allowed. Yeah. And he, he's made his own Blu-ray player. Yeah. From just junk that's been. Tossed d- into d- the different junkyard.
1: parts of Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Different parts of Blu-ray players. He's be- managed be- to be-
0: cobble one together out of. Junk.
1: I'm thinking he lives next to a kind of leader style uh, like junkyard. junkyard. Yeah, yeah, where where the giant ships fly over with just tech yeah, junk. Just, yeah, yeah, and just dump it everywhere. Yeah, and I
0: think that's kind of just the premise. And yeah, yeah. And, and
1: I think it, it comes to a climax probably as um, it's I would I would love it if they went like really low low tech. So basically hmm. like um, uh, because they're trying to stay out out of the. Um, 'Cause it's all like a, like they kinda keep it a secret, they're trying to stay mm. off the grid and stuff. Um when uh like uh what let, let's say um who's Jeremy Renner yeah. um is like uh Brie Larson's Superior, he's like yeah. a really zealous inquisitor for Coca Cola, mm. um, and uh, he's like he gets into the into the complex, this underground complex, yeah. and so they've got to basically like throw shit at him. So because if they draw any power to charge up their guns, yeah, because he's done an EMP or whatever, yeah, if they draw any power to charge it all back up, it'll blip on the on the um, uh, on the government screens. Mm. Uh, does that make sense? So there's there's a, a power grid, mm. right? And they're looking oh, at a screen, right. and they're yeah, yeah. they're they're in a kind of in a, in a dark zone where they've put lead everywhere, and you, yeah. there's no like power draw. Mm. But he's thrown a thrown a, an AMP grenade in, mm. like everything's gone down. He's got like uh, night vision goggles. They don't. Yeah. And basically, if they if they use any power to to charge any of their stuff back up, then the government will see and they'll send reinforcements. Mm. So it's just Brie Larson throwing DVD, throwing DVDs and Blu-rays at Jeremy Renner, and he kind of like stumbles into Wait, a grinding machine or something. But Brie Larson. Turns around. At yeah, some she, point? she. Yeah, some point oh, she, she right, realizes what she's doing. Presumably, yeah, yeah. like like she she gets to she gets to uh, Peter Dinklage and he does this whole palace of mirrors thing yeah. where he's playing loads of different media in ve- on various screens. because well, he's, he's got like because he lives in a junkyard, right? Yeah, like he's got all these LCD screens and CRT monitors and stuff, and they're all facing different directions. And she's like, and because you know he's. Not very at all. Like he can run around through all the different monitors, and she can't see where he's going, mm. right? But um, but she she suddenly stops at
0: a screen yeah. which is playing the uh, the two thousand six masterpiece uh, Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> <laughs> what? And and she. Uh, and cuz it's the most random thing i have in my dvd collection <laughs> okay a film weirdly that i've never watched although i do own it uh, it's not like a... it's it's really not it's very but sad. she just she just starts crying watching bridge to terabithia it's very sad yeah it's a very
1: sad film yeah um and uh or presumably like at some point she's got a memory that's been suppressed or or whatever yeah. about uh, a film that's just very very like um, that's gonna get so Bridge of Terabithia. she mm. watched it as a kid uh, like it evokes this, these memories of like running through fields and, 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 yeah. and, and, and woods and that sort of thing mm. uh, and, and childhood friendship that was taken away from her yeah. and her and, and Jeremy Renner were very Friend. close yeah, yeah. friends so she's just hurling discs at him now yeah uh, and before but her and Jeremy Renner were very close friends before Coca-Cola took him after yeah. the accident because he had an he, he fell off a bridge into uh, a river of Coca Cola. Yeah, and they replaced they replaced a lot of his organs and stuff with cans yeah. of Coca Cola.
0: <laughs> I think he, Jeremy Renner ends up with two Blu Ray discs in his eyes. Yeah, which it's it's metaphorical because they look
1: like eyes. The circles. That's what metaphorical means. Little holes. <laughs> yeah. The Blu Ray discs are a metaphor for eyes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what Peter Dinklage turns to the camera and says after Brie Larson kills Jeremy Ryan.
1: Blu-ray discs. Are a metaphor <laughs> that metaphor
0: for eyes. That is not what Peter Dinklage sounds like <laughs> the blue, it, when he's doing the blue when he's ray. doing his normal American accent. <laughs> I know, I know, it's hard to imagine, right? But Peter Dinklage's <laughs> accent is not that.
1: Yeah, but it's such a good voice. <laughs> Like him in him in Infinity War, yeah. is just so much fun. It's he's the best role he's ever done, just because he gets to say, "You were supposed to protect us, <laughs> Thor." <laughs> Thor, as God, to protect us. Asgard was supposed to protect us. The Blu-rays. are <laughs> a metaphor for
0: eyes. So it ends. bur bir,
1: bir. Corn! Corn! That's a great warm up word. Quan. Corn! Corn! Quorn. By Kwan. <laughs> Corn <laughs> the god of vegan food. Buy corn, corn <laughs> the god of vegan food. Buy corn. <laughs> by corn, that's a vegetarian option. Do you know why haven't they done that yet? Why haven't they got David Mitchell, mm-hmm. to who I, who I assume is a vegetarian at this point. Maybe, who knows to say, like to get dressed up in a beard and stuff like he did with like that like, with the vi- by uh, Vectron's beard right oh no he wasn't a beard in that but he was the angel summoner with a beard no um well no but yeah they, they're saying uh, b- b- yeah anyway so that, like he's there with a beard and long hair and he's saying like bye corn, what a wonderful day and then he he like uh, turns around and is like bye corn, I think I'll go on an adventure and then just turns to the camera and says bye corn." <laughs>
0: We should we should do an episode where we pitch adverts for things. Like pitch adverts yeah. for actual brands. Yeah. Cause my friend came out with one the other day, my friend Josh. Yeah. He was talking about an Alton Towers ad where we just sort of riffed on what was what was being said and mm. just added to it more. I think what we came out with was there's a a, a, a Lady of the Night Walking yeah. down a street, <laughs> you're allowed to say prostitute. Huh? A prostitute, um, and uh, she's uh, <laughs> sorry, lady of the night, a lady of the night. There's a lady of the night, a sex worker. Yeah, a sex worker walking down the street, goes up to a car, sort of leans in through the windows, like you're looking for a good time. Yeah, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's all shot very much like. Almost Sin (laughs) City-esque.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's
0: like, you're looking for a good time? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she just passes him two tickets to Alton Towers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and then just says the address for Alton Towers. (laughs) And he drives off. And then she walks off into the sunrise, (laughs) whistling...
1: <laughs> see i thought you were going to go down a more sort of like uh 90s nintendo of america sort of way <laughs> i thought you were going to be like she leans in and says you're looking for a good time big boy and then he's like yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she pulls down a bar that unbeknownst to him is in his dashboard yeah like clamps it down onto his legs <laughs> And his car goes zooming like, oh, off into the distance. That'd be so much. And then, and then walks like, off whistling. Yeah, she throws. She throws. Um. She throws two. Two. two uh, tickets into, his, into yeah. his. uh Into his car. Pulls down a bar, and yeah. he just zooms off into the distance, and then walks off whistling.
0: <laughs> the ride is called Lady of the Night. Yeah. <laughs> Uh dear. <laughs> the prostitute themed ride
1: in Autumn <laughs> Towers. Yeah, you remember that one? Yeah, I remember
0: that. Jesus, this is dark. This is this is exactly why we should do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just just get a load of brands off people and then just pitch ideas for adverts.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's we do we almost do that when we're uh, doing uh product placement films don't we yeah yeah it's it's kind of like that yeah but <laughs> but instead of instead
0: of doing one film based around one product we yep. do like an entire hour worth of adverts <laughs> advert pictures like for one week we are the mad men <laughs> uh we're made men made men i can get the mad men theme on there as we talk as we do the opening <laughs> spiel but you can't I'll get mean, okay. no. Yeah. right I did. I mean, no no one from HBO or AMC is listening. Clearly. Yeah. But their robots are, Tom. <laughs> Clearly no one from AMC is listening. Otherwise, their shows would be much better.
1: They would, yeah, if they paid attention to us. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> I can't find my keys, the series.
0: Yeah. I can't find my series. Hoping, hoping the next jump will be the one home. <laughs> next set of keys <laughs> the next set of keys will be the one home the next door will be the one back yeah. to reality yeah.
1: no it's gotta be the uh, hoping the next set of keys will be my house keys <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man I watched the first three
1: episodes of Quantum Leap yeah couldn't get into it they're really bad Like yeah. it's, a, it's a bad show like yeah. it, well no I, sh- I shouldn't say it's a bad show for, what, for, for the time mm. it's good yeah but for the time. TV has gotten so much better. Yeah,
0: it's it's one of those shows where at the time, because back then shows were very sort of week in, week out, villain of the week, monster of the week. Sure. Kind of vibes or like case of the week in, in
1: terms of procedural dramas. But even then, like even if it even amongst other things that were week in, week out, mm. like you compare it to things like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Um obviously different demographics but i think it was just pitched too low like it was pitched at after school specialty style like Mm. kind of what we're gonna learn today type you know sitcom audiences almost i do love the idea of quantum leap though yeah yeah it needs a reboot
0: yeah it's it it definitely it definitely is worth a reboot quantum leap and I wouldn't be surprised if they were if they were currently
1: writing one. Sure, yeah. Unless someone's really jealous over the rights. Mm. Scott Bakula needs Scott Bacula work. Scott Bakula does need work. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Scott Bakula should be Ziggy, mm. and um, a new upcoming star yeah. should be the person leaping.
0: Um, who would you cast as uh, the person leaping against um, Scott
1: Bakula? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, I would cast... Uh... <laughs>
0: Should I say what the premise is for Quantum Leap? Yeah, if you <laughs> would. Want... Quantum Leap. Is it a guy who just gets caught up in a quantum yeah, I've, never
1: the, I've never watched the first episode. You're better, better yeah. uh, uh, off there than me. I only watched like interma- uh, intermittent episodes, yeah. like you can with that show. Yeah. Um, but um, it's a guy who is trapped leaping from body throughout time yeah from body to body.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and, and he has to
0: do something with that
1: body. Basically it's kind of it's kinda of got a it's in a wonderful lifestyle like yeah. you gotta make things better. Yeah. He know? has to rewrite history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um he's he's got to um make their... change their lives to the better. Mm. And the thing is that he doesn't know what the criteria are for him to mm. fulfil that. So it's up to him to have... to do the moral wrangling of, like, do I, am I doing it right? Because mm. I can only leap when that person's life is changed for the better. Now, in that specific way. Yeah. Now, what... The mystery there is, like, if he fails, is he just stuck there forever? Yeah. Like, why does he never fail? I think he might have done that once. But, like, I think I would cast... Like I want to cast like Kumail or someone. That'd be yeah. You know, Kumail someone, Nagyani, yeah. someone like um, <laughs> or uh,
0: it's weird because Scott Bakula played his dad in in the show Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Zachary Levi.
1: Yeah, maybe I'm just thinking someone like new, more neurotic. Yeah, um, who or who can play more neurotic? I sh- yeah. sh- should say like Danny Poody would do great. Mm. Um Like. uh... I'm thinking, are yeah, you like young younger? Yeah. Or Donald Glover? You're just thinking going, community yeah, stars. Yeah, i just going through community.
0: <laughs> Alison Bree.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, that would be cool. Chevy Chase. it's <laughs> <Just>
1: going through <laughs> Yvette all Yvette <that>. Nicole Brown. <laughs> yeah. I actually would like to see Yvette Nicole, Nicole Brown, like, starring yeah. in Quantum um, Leap. In Quantum Leap. <laughs> That would be so good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be pretty good. (laughs) You have to make some decisions, I think, with the production of that, but like It's a weird show
0: as like it does have it's it's kind of up there with the X Files for how kind of like the story arc like the season story arc is there. So slow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unbelievably slow But like X Files does that as well, where there is like a case of the week or something to do that week. Yeah, that's completely irrelevant to the plot of sure, the overarching yeah, yeah. thing, and that's why that's why I can't really get into the X Files, and why I just end up watching the odd episodes. Yes, because you can jump
1: in at any point. I feel like once I've fucking caught up with Game of Thrones, yeah. I might give Game uh, might, might give Game of Th- Thrones a crack. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> once I've caught up with Game of Thrones. <laughs> Then I'll give X-Files a crack, maybe. Um,
0: I think going... I think Buffy would probably be a good one mm, to go back on.
1: Maybe. Eh. Yeah. It just doesn't interest me that much. Buffy, yeah? Yeah, like, it's... I mean, it's... It's not not a fantasy. Like, it's not a... It's not an oeuvre that really interests me. The vampires and werewolf-style, like... It's not magical realism. I want to say this. It's uh, like uh, Catholic uh, Victorian fear zone. Like it's it's surprisingly not.
0: I think you'd be like, especially later on down the line. um, I think everyone should start (laughs) watching (laughs) Buffy from at least
1: season two. Well, the thing (laughs) is, I got my fill with like monster of the week stuff. Yeah, with Supernatural. Yeah, which is a very good show, mm. uh, with some caveats. Yeah, of just like the problem being that I've I've never like I think it, I think everyone in it looks too nice,
0: looks too. They're very all very attractive. Yeah, and I hate shows like that. Yeah, like I can't do
1: it. Um, but um, Supernaturals, a, a great show if you don't mind. Regularly being frustrated that if the two brothers who are who star in it would just talk to each other, then everything would be solved. <laughs> like if yeah. they would just be honest with each other, oh, and no. every episode you're like, if you would just talk to each other, this would be fine. Buffy definitely has that where if everyone believed Buffy, <laughs> yeah, then this
0: would have been solved minute one yeah. of the show. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very very silly. I remember watching it with my friend like. I think we we went through season seven together yeah. over Xbox Live, like just chatting. Okay, like, yeah. Uh, as we watched the episode at the same time, and I remember saying like, "Oh yeah, this is an episode where uh, oh another Buffy is right episode again," because <laughs> <laughs> by that time you can tell the trope. Like, like at this point. Seven years in, <laughs> when Buffy's right about something, just bu- just give her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> also, seven years in, why are you still at high school? They're not. They they oh, okay. they move. Like I think season four, they go to uni. Okay. Yeah. So it, there is progression there, and it does like the stakes get. <laughs> Giles bigger. is just like I'll I'll
1: I'll just get a job at your university then.
0: <laughs> uh, no, no, he 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 um he opens a magic shop. Okay, which sells oh, actual
1: magic yeah! items. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is like, but, uh, that's another, a great truth. Yeah. Like, like taking over James Hong's job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another great thing about Buffy. Like it, it, just, it like it does grow. Yeah, like the world grows from season. This is why I said everyone should start season two because yeah. season one is very much just villain of the week. Yeah. This is what's... Like, there is an overarching story to it, but it's not very good. Uh, It was, like, the first proper show to do it. It's very teeny, yeah. And then season two and three, especially season three is where it gets really, really good. Yeah. Um, Because you get some grey elements in there. Like, there's another vampire slayer called Faith. Sure. Eliza Dushku. Yeah. Who's might be one of my favourite characters from Buffy Uh, because she's just she's just great to watch she's is Willow the one with powers she does like again she studies magic over the course of the seven series and she just she gets really really good with it yeah like at some point they they do just become a magical Avengers
1: team (laughs) except for um, that guy who got arrested um what (laughs) is and Buffy um the the friend Zander Yeah. Zander Harris. Yeah. Um yeah. He's, he he got arrested for like in real life. Yeah, in real the, the, the actor, yeah. Yeah. He's is um can't um, remember his name. I think he went to prison. Oh man. Yeah.
0: That that's that's another show because I've I've been thinking about a podcast where Instead of like talking about the episodes after the episode, yeah, I think uh, I think Kamel Najiani does one about the X Files called the X Files yeah. Files, yeah, where you just watch the episode and then listen to the podcast. Sure, I'm thinking every episode is a commentary for that episode so you can watch along with mm. the uh, the podcast as it's playing, yeah, which would be a good idea. Mm. Buffy is another one that I, I want to like, that, I think that was my first one actually that I said I should probably. Probably do that, but then again, you'd, I'd need someone who's as involved in Buffy. It's a lot of effort, it? yeah, yeah. It's like
1: yeah. Um, I think yeah, those the ones that are like recaps afterwards. I quite like. I quite like the um, um, like I, I, I listen to Run, which mm. the Doctor Who one, oh, Doctor Who, yeah, yeah, um, which they like recap various episodes and stuff. It's quite good. Um, well, I like the uh, the
0: after show chat shows as well. Yeah. Like um, I to say, Talking Dead. I never watched, um, but I think uh, it was um, it was Talking Bad. Yeah, Super Games is a really good one. And Game of Thrones on Sky Atlantic, yeah, which is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I quite like the idea of maybe running like one series. I think Game of Thrones would be a good one to do. Yeah, um, after this last series has come out just to go if you want to watch it again mm-hmm. you can watch it with us yeah. kind of thing uh and then maybe spurring off from there that's something i've been wanting to do quite a lot and like again the the production of it it would just be let's record the episode while watching this while watching the show <laughs> see this
1: is the thing though like i i genuinely i prefer to watch stuff without talking at all yeah like for the first time, mm. like uh, I just hate hearing, I hate missing dialogue because I know I'm missing a bunch of stuff on screen. Yeah, so yeah. it's like uh, yeah. Well,
0: I, I think I think with Game of Thrones, with something like Game of Thrones or something, it would just be like, yeah. If you, if you want to watch it again, yeah. watch it with us. You yeah. get some funny, funny comedy beats or mm. something like uh, like I know watching it back with I think. Yeah, I just got back in from work and Ash and Jenny were watching it and we were just chatting shit about the characters and stuff like yeah. that and it was like, oh, this is actually really funny stuff mm. like the, the, with like jokes and stuff that can go forward through the series and stuff like yeah. that. Mm. It would be it would be quite fun to do. Um, yeah, that's just an idea for it. I've been wanting to do another podcast for ages. So yeah. It's just like, I don't know what to do and that's one of the ideas that keeps coming back. That and a food podcast as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no idea how to. Where do we even start
1: with that? With a food podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's tough actually with a food podcast because a huge part of podcasting is 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 international and accessible and yeah, internationally. Yeah, uh, yeah, like sort of remote, mm. um, and food is a bit. Like, people still watch Diane's Drivings and Dives and stuff mm. internationally, but it's, and, and, you know, Gordon Ramsay and all that stuff. But, mm. like, um. That's like uh, Man versus Food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of like, but you get to see those things. It's yeah. Like, you know, it's it's really, a podcast about food would be weird. Well, uh, there are. There are podcasts about food. It's largely about cooking. Mm. Um, not even like. Yeah. Often it's like, um,. Like there are those podcasts where famous people talk about their favourite meals and yeah. and and how they cook and, and that sort of thing, their relationship with food. Yeah. Um Which is pretty cool. Um But like, yeah, making it sort of like an appreciation thing, it's it's you've got to hit the nail right hard like right proper, don't you? Ah <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the cyberpunk things I know. Yeah. It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. I think I've got like I think I think the important part with cyberpunk is cyberpunk. Um yeah, it's... the important of cyberpunk is that like is is not the individual. Mm. Like it's about the individual, but it's about the individual within the greater mass this fear of integration. Like when everything is connected. Mm. Uh, and you can hack into your fr- your, your neighbor's hairdryer. Mm. Like people who are individual in that sense where everything is digital yeah people who are individual in that sense are people who gain then power Mm. over that like it's a weird like prepper like stay away from Skynet kind of um, thing isn't it
0: I guess what Cyberpunk does explore quite well is um, is that sci-fi fear of technology and yeah. loss of individuality and mm-hmm. everything like that because what you do see quite a lot is like cloning and yeah being put into a machine where every everyone's the same like uh, the borg in. is essentially yeah. a cyberpunk
1: yeah thing being plugged in uh, yeah. and and not being able to plug out yeah um be having parts of you replaced is big like cyborg stuff mm. um like uh you know people with prosthetic arms and stuff you have that kind of deus ex stuff mm. with um you know like the, the, the i love i love that fact that that whole deus ex thing which is like um you know people have prosthetics yeah and the prosthetics make the world better a better place as long as people can pay for the drugs that stop them rejecting yeah um uh which is just like it's, it's essentially great. it means a corporation has stolen your legs it's, it's, yeah. it's like
0: a, a really interesting Well, like that's that's the that's the thing as well like you get a lot of like big farmer fear yeah. stuff in there as well yeah. which I really really like um, I think well cyberpunk might be possibly like my favourite genre of film mm. um, mainly because the stuff I make is is that genre mm. I found like just thinking about it then I was like oh yeah no I I make quite a lot of cyberpunk stuff and quite a lot of my writing is cyberpunk-y mm. uh, stuff and like explores all those kind of themes um but something is quite hard to it's quite hard to make comedy out of it i guess like because it's it's quite a niche genre
1: it is a niche genre but i think there's plenty plenty there like yeah. it's for me like um i find it interesting like the, the, that whole replacing of of things mm. uh like uh, the mixing and matching of parts I find quite funny, um, like the 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 idea of everyone's brain going in one big pot, like mm. um, or uh, people hacking into stuff that shouldn't be able to be hacked into, yeah, like or shouldn't be connected to the. Like I was li- listening to Dan Harmon's podcast um, mm. recently. He's talking about like you know how like uh, and, and, and I don't know why I, was, I even referenced that because it's actually um, I believe a TED talk he mm. was referencing, which is about like. We're not going to see... Technology isn't going to stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, when we go, that's too far. Yeah. Because, um, like... That's that's another great thing that I don't think cyberpunk films explore
0: that much, because cyberpunk films tend to be at the...
1: Singularity sort of aftermath. Yeah, like, where we've reached this place. I think... Um, I think no. I think the fact that it's a punk is the, the punk thing is that we haven't hit singularity. Yeah. Because like, like the singularity is quite interesting because it's sort of, it's many things, to many people. But like, um, the way I've heard it described is when you know, like, you can download your brain perfectly into a into a machine mm. and live forever essentially. Yeah. If you keep replacing the parts. Um. Uh. That being said, like, also in addition to that, like, you've got parts of that fantasy mm. star trek style where people aren't poor anymore. Yeah. Right? Because everything <laughs> but then again, quite a lot of people in ge- general cyberpunk stuff there is that whole disparity of Well, exactly. That's that's, that's yeah. the that's the that's the going is it like you've got the technology to fix problems yeah but the capital it's it, it, a lot mm. of it is always critique of capitalism or mm. um or sometimes as in the in the case of uh, Mirror's edge mm-hmm. um uh it's a, cap- a, a, a criticism of kind of um overprotective government mm. um like a, a authoritarian mm. uh government um that's yeah i think it can go it can go a few
0: ways i think most if you think Right, when I say cyberpunk, what do you think, straight away? Um,
1: I don't know, uh, a Sex probably, like yeah. a, uh, film, maybe like Total Recall or something. Yeah,
0: well, where it is super capitalist yeah. uh, stuff, because I think Mirror's Edge does that really well. Yeah, um, I think
1: I've probably played more, video, more cyberpunk video games than I have yeah. watched films. It's a great place, it's yeah. a great landscape to I set. I can't wait, to wait for games. cyberpunk to come out. I don't even care about the city park Red*. That that films. trailer um uh
0: that fucking opening trailer yeah looks showing great the city. looks great I, like I hate people who said like it it's it didn't subvert enough tropes. I was like wait hang on you see that sun up yeah. there? That's subversion of a trope right yeah. there because it's like cyberpunk during the day. That's yeah. fun. That's <laughs> like, weird, Yeah, it looks really, really
1: cool. Yeah, like, it's just a greater exploration. Mm. I don't know about not subverting tropes. I, mm. I would hope that it will. The thing is, the thing I liked about things like The Witcher, yeah, were that they gave you tropey people, yeah, and then told you told you deeper stories about them, yeah, and then made you go, oh, that's I place. like that. Uh, that's a harder harder thing than I expected to to deal with. Um, Cause that's that's a problem I had. Uh, Cause I watched something called uh,
0: Altered Carbon. Yeah. I can only watch the first two episodes of it. I couldn't get into it at mm. all. Even though it's like, like I said, my favourite genre. Yeah. I was just like, I just couldn't be bothered to watch it. Mm. Cause it was like it didn't do anything new.
1: Yeah. With it. Um. The Matrix is 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 cyberpunk for Matrix, sure. Yeah, definitely. That's probably a good example of of, of cyberpunk actually. Mm. Um. Cause that's super beyond, isn't it? Yeah, that's hyper singularity, Mm. cyberpunk. Um, Just like you can take, like, strip out all the theming and stuff. Yeah, Um, like the flavour of that is the the kind of the reality (laughs) of it is 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 very much sort of like
0: (laughs) I haven't seen it since I've started thinking about it, but the uh, the Matrix uh, Reloaded opening night clip. On YouTube, if if you type in oh, "Matrix he... Reloaded Opening Night yeah. uh, News Broadcast" or whatever, where they go through it's like agent, oh fucking hell, the uh, the like the nerd fest that yeah. is <laughs> the people queuing up to see Sylor Operator. <laughs> And then it goes through like loads of people, like Rex Agent, and then they're all dressed up. They're all doing cosplay, and it basically just dressed in leather and sunglasses. And then it gets to this guy at the end who's got a load of like tubes hanging off him
1: and stuff like that. He's got basically like a big hula hoop like style cosplay all around him of like tubes everywhere. Dressed as a Sentinel, and it's one of the funniest things. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Reg Sentinel (laughs) It's
0: so good Uh, Because all the other guys look so serious about (laughs) being he's just 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 there at the end
1: I'm a I'm a (laughs) sentinel (laughs) Ralph Wiggum on the end there (laughs) Just search uh, 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 Matrix Nerds on Twitter, <laughs> on, Twitter on, on YouTube, and you'll find it's, it. It's, it's a great video. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe you put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone